Eagles Entertainment. On Friday, October 22nd, head coach Nick Sirianni spoke to the media. How did uh, Lane's week go, and, and do you expect him to play on something? Yeah, I thought it, I thought it went well. He he had a good uh, he had a good week of uh, practice, and we'll be we'll be expecting him to play and start at right tackle. How's Brandon doing? Is he close to practicing? Uh, you know, I don't want to put a timetable on him, but he is he's recovering. He's getting better. He's he's in there supporting his teammates in every meeting. Uh, I love that about Brandon. He's a great teammate. He is he's a phenomenal teammate, and so he's been there. Uh, He's physically been in all our all our meetings and, and just giving support to the guys that you know to Jack and to to Landon and what he's seeing and so uh, great set of eyes to to have there. Look forward to when he's he's back and ready to roll. What about Tyree? Um, how far along is he? And do you expect him Sunday? Again, this Sunday, Tyree? No, uh, not this Sunday. But um, again, don't want to put a timetable on him. But he's he's looking good every day. Every day he's out there. He's he's looking a little bit better. So hopefully hopefully soon. Um, I just don't want to put any added pressure on him to get back uh, before he's ready. So we'll see uh, for next week or the week after that. But uh, um, he, he looks good with some of the things that he's doing out there. Any what about Dallas, limitations? Do you feel like um, yeah. be able to play a full game? We do. Yeah, we do. Um, and, and you know what? We feel comfortable with the tight ends behind him that if, if he has to take a break here and there, then, then they can, you know, because Dallas didn't get some of the reps uh, early in the week. So we feel really confident in the guys behind him. Uh, that if they had to go in and, and take those reps, that they they'd be able to execute. So, uh, but I look forward to Dallas playing a big role uh, this weekend. Sorry, did did you uh, happen to catch uh, Jason Kelsey's comments yesterday? Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. You did. Okay. I, I saw. Yeah, I, yeah, saw I was that. wondering if um, if any of that resonated with you, and after being here for nine months, in particular, like the accountability part. Sure. And the importance of it. Um, well, accountability is always going to be important in in my eyes, right? Just because just because again of our core values it's connect compete accountability uh football iq and fundamentals and accountability is such a big one there because that's the steps that you make to get better as a, as a player and as a coach um and like i've said before i have to be i have to be the first one that looks in the mirror and is accountable to myself first and, ac- and accountable to this team if i want if i want the team to follow what i'm doing um as far as so, did I answer your question? Well, yeah, I'm in terms of like uh, yeah. this city. This, yeah, and the nine. Gosh, I just I love the passion that this city has about their sports and how they and how much they care about the sports here. And uh, you know, I think about you know I think about here and there like the criticism that comes to to I'm just th- I just can only think about myself, right? And you know, criticism that comes with a with a two and four start, you know, and. I accept that criticism. You know, we we're not playing the. You know, we want to play better. We want to get wins on the board, and the criticism is 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 granted. And and so, again, I'm doing everything I can do to to fix the criticism um, because I want to be successful and I want this team to be successful. You know, I think about I think about how I grew up too. Like my dad, who who loved me, and my mom and dad. But my, I really think about my dad, who loved me so much. You know, when I made mistakes when I was growing up. I mean, in, in this Italian family that I grew up in, he wasn't really shy about telling me if I was making mistakes. And he, he let me know about it. But he was the first one there to hug me when I, made, when I did it right. And he was the first one there to high-five me when I did it right. Um, but there wasn't a day that went by that I made a mistake that I didn't know about. He wasn't passive in any way. And that's kind of what I feel about this city, right? Like, uh, because I've seen the support when you know when things have, have went well and and I've seen the support and I saw the parade you know when the when the team has won I've seen the support of the the people that I've seen around this city and 
and the criticism's fair, right? We, we're not where we want to be at two and four right now. So, um, you know, I, I understand that. And so, but I love that passion about this city. It reminds me of how I grew up. Nick, in, in, in 2017, you were on the sideline for the Chargers game when Eagles fans kind of took over the stadium there. There's going to be a lot of Eagles fans in Vegas this weekend. What effect does it have on a game when the opposing crowd is, I guess when the crowd's full of opposing You know what I didn't tell you is that my wife and I went out to dinner on Friday night at a restaurant, and there was a bunch of Eagles fans there. And and I, I don't know if I would have, something happened. I, I just said something in passing, like, oh, you're here for the game. And they're like, yeah. And they were really vocal. Yeah, we're going to kick your butts, right? And so I'm like, wow. I mean, I remember thinking that. And I, I already had known that a lot of teams that, you know, we had to do crowd noise at sure. times in San Diego with um, – you know, with different reasons, like especially when we played the Raiders, that was like a big one when we did. But then to see that in that setting and then see the, the Eagles fans travel so well, and it was it was to the point, I mean, there was only 30,000 people in that stadium because it was a small stadium, but it was loud. And I remember uh, I remember very vividly that we, the Chargers, we came down and we made it a, a one-score game, and then they held the ball. The Eagles then held the ball for like five and a half, six minutes on a four-minute drill, and you could just hear the, the crowd roaring. That was pretty – I mean, as a Charger coach, it wasn't awesome, but now that I'm on this side, it, it's pretty awesome. And, and you know what? Our fans have – I've seen our fans travel to Atlanta, right? I've seen our fans travel to – um, Carolina, like, I, you know, Dallas, like you see them, like the, the, the response that we got coming out of the hotel in Carolina was awesome. It reminded me of like when it reminded me of like at Mount Union at a game, like uh, uh, the bowl game, the national championship game, walking through the hotel and everyone cheering you. I'm like, this is kind of cool, you know? And so, um, and then like you see some other fans, there was a, there was a clip of little Bow Wow. You remember him? Uh, and he was and he was talking about like man the Eagle fans overtook the Atlanta stand we put it in our highlight tape the Eagle fans overtook the and they play Meek Mill like what are they doing like it's pretty awesome they have that following and to have you know the support again it goes back to the passion of the, of, the, of this city and we just want to make them proud and we want them to give them something to cheer about and and so really appreciate that support and uh, look forward to seeing all the green in the in the stadium on Sunday. With the Raiders, with 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 the Raiders, they obviously are going through kind of uncharted territory. Did you know? Did you notice a big difference in Game One with Rich versus before with with John? Well, you, you got to think that Gus is still doing the Co- coach Bradley's still doing the the same things that that he had done, you know, because there wasn't a change there. Um, and I just like to say, just got a ton, I got to work with Gus for a year. Awesome football coach, awesome person, very influential in my uh, coaching development in a lot of different ways. So I got a lot of respect for him. Um, but you know, so not as much on the defensive side. There's there's always going to be offensively, you know, in special teams, Rich is. You know, Rich is doing it, and, and so it didn't feel a, a big difference there. Offensively, when no matter how much you think like another person, right? And, and so I think about Shane and I, or I think about, I think back in my past about Frank and I, like we, Shane and I think a lot alike. Frank and I thought a lot alike. But there's going to be changes when somebody else is calling. There's just naturally going to, there's going to be slight little different changes. Like, well, where did that come from? Where did that, well, it's somebody different calling it. And so, you know, if, if I, put up 10 openers and Shane put up 10 openers and Brian Johnson put up 10 openers and Kevin put up 10 openers. It looked 10, it looked all, every one of those would look a little bit different. So 
so naturally there's some differences there uh, on offense and how the game's called, but you know, a lot of the you know, players are the same. Uh, schemes are, sim- are, are pretty much the same. But again, you only have one game to go from. Um, so, but, so that's where we notice a little bit of difference. With his familiarity of Gus program this week. Yeah, um, you know, he just just we practiced against him for a long time. So uh, just just in that sense, and, and not that we know how, like it's just the practicing. Like when you when you practice against somebody for that long, you you know some of their some of their thoughts. And uh, but he's doing some different things here and there that you know naturally he's going to do with different different players. Uh, you know, familiarity with some of the other guys out there like Denzel Perriman. Um, that we were that we were able to practice against for for multiple years, and even they were there when I was there. Casey Hayward was there when I was there, um, and obviously with Shane, um, I'm missing one. Oh, Dar- uh, Phylon was there as well when I was there. So, and he brought most of his staff. So it's just it'll be good to high five him before the game, give him a hug, and uh, and go from there. All right. Okay. All right. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.